1: Anchor.fm to get started. I do my hair, yank, check my nails, baby. How you feeling? Dragged by Danielle. I just can't help myself. It's Bravo, bitch.
0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, look
1: the buzz. <laughs> Yes, it's the year 2020. Isn't that weird? Welcome to my favorite day of the week. Welcome to It's Bravo, Bitch. It's my show with me, Hollywood Leon. In the studio today, a little Bravo royalty, Bravo family, brother of Monique Samuels, Kevin Cox. Hello. Hi, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. It's going to be a really good show. Make sure to keep uh, in the live chat and make sure to stay tuned till the end. We have a fabulous news and gossip section for you guys. We're going to be talking about a lot of things tonight. Some New Jersey, some Atlanta, some Vanderpump Rules. We're going to skim below deck. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Let's dive in. Let's get into it. I have a little segment that I like to call the Gold Stars and it's just basically just uh, kind of like Wendy's Hot Topics. How you doing? Just a rundown, a breakdown of what's happening. And I want to say Happy New Year to all my fans and Happy New Year to all the Bravo family and Happy New Year from Dorinda. We should all just be aspiring to be as drunk as Dorinda on New Year's Eve. I have a photo mm-hmm. for you guys. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Happy <laughs> New Year and <laughs> Um, if you're just listening to us, it's a screenshot of Dorinda commenting on Andy's Instagram post. But you could tell she had a couple of martinis, dirty ones, I hope, because it says, Amazing Jappy New Year, Andy. I mean, as far as like drunk texts and drunk comments go, like that one's a really good one. It is a good one. It's very a Dorinda. Really good one. Thank you, Dorinda, for that amazing thing. Let's move on to... Basically, Erica Jane is now on the cover of Playbill for the cast of Chicago because she has joined the cast of Chicago, which is amazing. We're all very, very happy for her. Um, have you ever seen Chicago? I love Chicago.
0: <laughs> and honestly, I'm a, I was a little bit surprised when I saw who she was cast as uh, for Roxy Hart. I definitely see Erica Jane as more of a Velma. She's got like that sexy, edgy, oh, a little bit dangerous. Absolutely. Um, so I'd be curious to see what she's like as kind of the little wide eyed, innocent girl.
1: Exactly. You're totally right about that. It, I feel like it's really interesting because it's really easy for celebrities to come in and play Roxy Hart. It's all the most popular songs and everything, but Velma yeah. has more character depth. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. That's really interesting. I, I love Erica. I think that. Erica has
0: like the stage presence. She could have done it. but Either way, I'd probably pay money to see it.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting to see her play that innocent girl because, yeah, a Roxy Hart is, you know, that mechanic's wife that turns into a star. We all know the lyrics, so good for her. We're, we're still going to be talking about Beverly Hills because you know what happened?
0: Oh, my God.
1: A Ferrari ran into pump. <laughs> restaurant. LVP's restaurant pump on Santa Monica, Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. A Ferrari ran into the property during Sunday brunch. Thank God, no one was hurt. Like, picture this:
0: it's Sunday afternoon, it's two p.m. You're on your fourth pump teeny, just oh. like
1: loving life. Oh, so I am and then, drunk in the car. Like, have you ever had one of those pump teenies? I haven't. Oh my God, I haven't. But you they're are dangerous. drunk off one. They're I are mean, very maybe, strong. Maybe
0: the guy who crashed the car already had a couple, and that's how that well. happened.
1: We have, su- oh god, <laughs> we have a picture of the alleged suspect. Oh my god, I cannot talk today. We have a picture of the alleged suspect, and I think it's Kyle Richards! <laughs> Zoom in. I love this. <laughs> oh. Somebody photoshopped Kyle into the photo. How amazing <laughs> is this? Thank you, the Bravo Boy, for giving us this treasure. <laughs> Kyle Richards, you know. Oh my goodbye, god. Kyle! She uh, said goodbye to Ken and then ran into Pump. Speaking of Ken Todd. There was a recording that was surfaced. I don't have it. It's all over Twitter. You can find it yourself. But there's a there's a recording of Ken Todd saying, "We have to get as much publicity out of this as possible," (laughs) and then it cuts off. So it was really interesting because Twitter was going crazy. Obviously, they were like, "Of course he would capitalize this," and uh, people were like, "Of course he is. It's a business." And someone ran a car. I mean, honestly, we'll probably see it on like the finale of Vanderpump Rules. So someone also uh, you know, then posted like, no, he released a statement saying that wasn't the full clip, like saying that his sentence was saying we have to get as much publicity out of this because no one was hurt. Right. Right. That, makes, that makes yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, I totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. That's all he meant. No harm. Exactly. So uh I wanna move on to um Real Housewives of Orange County. Do we have the picture of Vicky? I think it was maybe the second photo. Um, The picture of Vicky. Oh, I don't know if I have it. I don't know if I put it in there. Okay, so Vicky ended the reunion season three by going on a homophobic rant against Bronwyn, who has kind of been like kissing Tamara and has basically admitted that you know she likes women she just is attracted to her husband I don't know what that makes her these days bisexual pansexual um whatever I
0: don't think anybody really like wants to be put in a slot these days so yeah. she's just living her life and married to her husband
1: I like that just and kissing girls on the side I'm trisexual I'll just try everything so uh good for her um but not good for uh, Vicki Gunvalson. it was not a good look for her we have not really been enjoying Vicki Gunvalson here at this studio mm. just because we're kind of over all the antics we know she's the queen of the OG, whatever. Um, season three, I mean, season uh, part three of the reunion really proved to me that it is just time for that woman to go. How can you sit there in front of your boss, who is gay, and in front of millions of people, Preach. people that support you, Preach. LGBTQ people who support Speak you, on it. and just go on that homophobic tyrant rant? It was just really disgusting. And your little video on the way to vacation that you did on Instagram wasn't enough for me. And then she
0: keeps... She kept mentioning like, oh, it's not that bad, but I just think it's inappropriate. I'm not sure what show she thinks she's on, but a little girl on girl is like the least inappropriate thing that can happen Thank on you. any of
1: these Bravo shows. How many times has she flashed her boobs?
0: And I would probably take a wild guess in the dark that she's probably drunkenly made out with at least one castmate at some point in time.
1: Oh, uh, well, she hasn't never had multiple partners. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Below Deck. Oh, my God. So you're watching Below Deck, yes. right? <laughs> Crazy, oh my
0: gosh, like it's just each season, there's just more, and it's more. It's one of those Bravo shows that still has like that newness to it, yeah. And that's well, a new cast, like
1: every season, except yeah. for like the mean OG, yes. Yeah. I
0: mean, like, and honestly, do we really need that many people to return every year? So no. it works out perfectly for
1: everyone, yeah. Um. Speaking of like being conned, Ashton was in the studio, and I feel like he totally conned me. Oh, he was part of in, his apology. Yeah, he, well, he was in here, and he alluded to the fact that he was going to have a lot of things to apologize for, but we weren't there yet. Like we weren't there oh. in the season, so I totally kind of stuck up for him, and I was like, "You're not a misogynist, you know. You're fine, you know." Oh well. So and then we got hit with the footage. Then we got hit with the footage because what he was Girl. saying is like, "Oh, people think I'm misogynistic because I helped Courtney like into." To the little tuk tuk, which is a, a cab ride in Thailand, which okay. is a, driven by a little crazy man. Yeah, so he he like helped her and he like put her his hand on her back, and he thought that that was the worst
0: thing that he did. Also, so he's like,
1: people are calling me misogynist, and uh, you know, it's just crazy. And I love women. Like, how can I be misogynist? I love women. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like this whole season
0: of Below Deck could be like a case study in gender relations. You've just got like the boys' club, and mm. then uh, Ashton assaulted Kate's mouth like twice totally and unwarranted had unwanted. a full on tantrum whenever she turns him down like it's it is just something crazy to watch play out um and if you're really not catching on to what's going on then like you're just too blind to it because yeah. it's all happening right
1: there well, he alluded to the fact that he was going to have a lot of things to apologize for. And like Kevin said, we're just now seeing it. Like he oh. forced himself on Kate, not once, but twice. Nice. Like the first time we're going to give you a passport. We've all been in that situation yep. before. We're like a friend or someone that we know really well. Shake
0: it off, apologize, realize that when you drinks, did was like really messed up. And then, you know, keep
1: your distance yeah. and be appropriate after that. But we'll pretend it didn't happen. Ugh. But then again, again. And then, like, the second time, it was like a 69's Upside Down Spider-Man cast. Totally gross. That's so much fun. Um, and then he tried to punch the window out while they were driving. Totally crazy, psycho like,
0: straight he man. He is having an all-star season in all of the wrong ways. <laughs> like, as soon as he said, um, I wish I didn't have to work so hard to get my dick sucked. Yeah. That definitely set a tone for where the rest of the season was going to go,
1: and it has not let up at all. We should punish him and not suck his dick for a really long time you know and then it's really easy to go after Riley I feel like you know Riley is the easy one to go mm-hmm, after he's the one mm-hmm. he's having the, she's the one that he's having problems with so he's like no I want to get rid of her and yes. I'm like no you actually have a lot more problems that you need to yes. deal with is that is you're the causing? perfect
0: person for him to have to work with absolutely like he and until he like holds up that mirror to himself he's going to keep thinking that she's the problem and it's Obviously, his first time managing they're too. both the problem but like <laughs> a lot of it starts with him because yes. he is the one who's in charge Um,
1: Riley's not a saint but Kate put it really well she works really really hard and she just needs to learn how to take direction yes and Ashton can't give direction at all and then he definitely can't handle a woman standing up to him. Absolutely. The, the, the finger pointing and oh, then man. the standing up. He just is so used to like implying that kind of straight machoism. Oh, that reminds me. I saw something online that just felt very,
0: very relevant. So yes. I had to like make sure I kept it in mind. It said misogyny rewards women who reinforce the status quo. So at the beginning of the season, we had um, Abby. Yeah. Who wasn't that great at her job, but she was deemed likable. And, you know, easy to get along with. And then it finishes by saying, and punishes those who don't. So then enters Riley, who is good at her job, but she doesn't back down. And if she feels like she's being diminished or dismissed...
1: Like she will not shy away from letting you know, and all the guys are like this. I mean, it's not just Ashton. Like Brian is just as bad too, and we're just seeing it as well because you can't tell a woman to calm down. Have you not learned anything from being a man on this earth for like over thirty years? You don't tell a woman to calm down. It's just like a recipe for them to start screaming. Like he told Riley, like calm down. So she's Mm. like, I am calm. That (laughs) is like before trigger words were a thing. Like that was a trigger word, and you can't (laughs) call a woman crazy. No. like on Vanderpump Rules that we are going to get to. You called Sheena boy crazy. She is boy crazy, though. (laughs) But here's the thing about Brian. Like, I was totally up for him. And, you know, he's in my DMs. He's a nice guy. But then I see that he's sending Courtney a little text saying, oh, we're just keeping it casual. Keeping it friends. Like, what are you, pulling a Tanner card? I pray that
0: that was like a fake out. Uh, Like, you know how sometimes they try to catch us in those clips? I pray that because... She took her time easing up to him. Thank you. Like, really took her time. And then now he's, like, walking by giving her kisses on his way to the deck. Thank you. And then if you're going to flip it and say, like, oh, we're just being friends and we're just having fun really that's so real. we've been sleeping
1: in the same bed together okay like it's different Ugh. oh man men yeah. are trash he's such a f boy and they are trash like all of them are trash i mean Tanner. do we even really have to get into him like well, i've been saying it from the beginning and then
0: kevin he oh, just God. really upsets me that i have to like share his name i was really excited like oh there's a kevin <laughs> on the boat already my favorite person and now he's just like got the hugest ego with like kind of okay food
1: yeah The girl's like, I'm a chef. I'm watching you. And he was just rocked that whole time because of that. People are just threatened by powerful women or women that stick up for themselves. Speaking of, Rocky and Kate got into it at Watch What Happens Live for the 100th episode of Below Deck. But how refreshing was that? Oh, it was so good. I'm like, oh, there's (laughs) Rocky. Oh, there she is. I'm glad they didn't miss a beat, however
0: many years it's been. Like, she...
1: The, I was waiting for it. The Kate's two of them like, were sitting there this playing turned nices. around really quick. I'm like, Kate, have you not learned anything from the word yachty? Like, you already got yourself in trouble for it on the season. Now you're right. watching what happens live, calling people a yachty. She did not like that. The only thing that I do find about Kate
0: that, like, I wish... I don't want her to stop doing it, but I wish that she would have a better follow-up is... Yeah. She definitely threw in a small little dig yeah. at Rocky, and obviously she responded
1: to it. But exactly. then after
0: Rocky responds, you can't, like...
1: Back down. Back
0: down and under, not i don't Pretend know why you not throw
1: the grenade yeah
0: like you threw the grenade like leave your hand open with all of the marks and everything exactly. And roll with exactly she it. should
1: have been like look you're not that good of a job like come on can we just all take a consensus here like you're not yeah. good but we love you and you're great yeah. um rocky was still perfectly. gonna come after her i know <laughs> rocky would have still came after yes. her um it was really interesting to see all the boys um so did you ever watch below deck season one
0: I think that's the only season I haven't seen, and I didn't know it until they started playing the clips, and I'm like, who are these people? Well, I always
1: keep it real, Hill. Everyone knows I'm a day one person, but for, for Below Deck, I started watching season two. But because I loved season two so much, I okay. went back and watched season one okay. right away. So I felt like I didn't really miss a beat. I wasn't one of those people that had to go back and like yeah. binge watch one through five. Like I've been watching from the beginning. I kinda. just feel
0: like we're really going somewhere. Like the lean in, the it's tone good. of voice, it's I'm good. feeling like we're really There about was a the guy on there,
1: a gay cast member named go David, on, and on. he got engaged via. Screen, FaceTime, whatever. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was really interesting. But what? here's the thing: he was gay, obviously, still is. He got engaged to a man, but I didn't think he was like that good looking. He was kind of Christian Bale, American Psycho, like when did he turn hot, into but this? but kind of weird. But then he came back on Alternate What's Live and he is like a totally different person. Right. Googled him, found out he did gay porn. I have no. photos for you guys. Yes. So let's pull up the Watch What Happens Live photo of the all the cast members backstage. This is everybody at Watch What Happens Live. Like Kelly's back, Josiah's back. Okay. Here's the guy uh, we're talking about in the blue blazer, David. That's him right there. Nico behind him. Um uh, mm-hmm. we have that. One doofus next to him that I don't remember his name. We have Eddie in the back. Do you remember Eddie? He's the one that kept denying he was yeah, exactly with that. Yeah. exactly, yeah. which I totally thought he was like kind of cute until that season, and I'm like, you're mm, trash, just trash. Is the rest of the rest of them. just like oh. the rest of them. Oh. But all right, let's pull up the photo of oh, David all buff, the black and white photo, because this is what David looks like now. Okay, he's totally a thirst trap. Like right? I can get down with this fur and all. Like the very first season, his face was like a little weird, kind of crazy. He still is kind of crazy looking, but I can get Sometimes down with that this works beef. For you. Yeah. This beef I can get down with. So then I started Googling him, and I found out on Twitter, thanks to Chadwick, that he does gay porn. So we have the photo of him, the next one. We're not going to show you his D, even
0: though I could. So I didn't know any of this was happening, but I think I may have seen some of his work before. But
1: this is DudeTube, and this is him. And it says on there from Bravo TV to, like... Gay porn, we're celebrating David. So. I'm almost certain I know what site this is Good from, for David. So David, David. For We're huge fans. Huge, huge wow. fans. So uh yeah, below deck is really interesting. <laughs> like I always tell people don't sleep on below deck. I'm apparently. Like I'm glad I've been watching, but I guess I missed the most important season. Oh uh, you gotta go really. You gotta go below deck. You can't stay up on the, the bunny deck. You gotta, gotta actually really go below. Dive deck. in there. <laughs> you gotta dive into the laundry room. All right, let's move on to Vanderpump Rules because it premiered last night and uh they just came back to remind us that they're all horrible people and that they're evolving into more horribleness. <laughs> and they have all bought in houses in the valley. And they all look alike. The only house that doesn't look like everybody else's is Kristen's. And Kristen's looks like a cute little cottage. It's oh, really cute. Um, but let's get into Vanderpump Rules, something that Kevin does watch. Did you watch What I, watch What Happens Live last night with Jax and Brittany?
0: So now as I'm like listening to you say that, I'm feeling like a complete idiot because I didn't even know that the premiere happened. My DVR let me down. It completely let me down.
1: Wait. Okay. So you're, you're, you're watching Vanderpump Rules, but you didn't watch the premiere last night. No. No, this is the first I'm even hearing about it. So oh, now I'm just feeling really
0: stupid. But I know the first thing I'm doing when I get home now. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, Vanderpump Rules premiered last night. And... Um Like I said, Jax and Brittany were on Watch What Happens Live, and they were talking about what we had seen on the show, which is basically Jax and Brittany reminding everybody that they're getting married, and that the entire world revolves around them getting married, and if you didn't know, they're getting married, and if you don't drop everything, you're getting demoted. He devoted Tom Sandoval. Now uh, Schwartz is the best man. And so it looks like he's going to be fighting with Tom the entire time. So you know how Jack says he's very petty. So because he's fighting with Tom, when they brought up Ariana on Watch What Happens Live, he said something like, oh, well, they're not getting married. They're not having babies because Ariana likes women. Um, to which she responded on Twitter, um, "It's not that hard. I've talked about this for a long time. Clearly, I'm bisexual. Like, yeah. it's not that hard to figure out. And, and why is he always doing this?
0: Completely. And she's also like made it very clear that she doesn't want everyone keep forcing her and digging into like her personal relationships and what she wants out of her romantic relationships and if she wants kids He's or not. Such like, trash. to
1: just leave it alone." This isn't the first time that he's no. gone off on homophobic rants. Like it's, it wasn't proven, but at the reunion, a couple reunions ago, they brought up the fact about how they were. Tr- uh, Jacks made up like a fake Twitter or a fake Instagram with his cell phone number, and it was all gay jabs <laughs> towards um idiot. towards James. Like oh, yeah. James and Logan slept together. Like it's always like gay jabs. Like being gay is not like a bad thing. So s- stop jabbing at people because we all know you have some internal maternal homophobia yeah and we are not here for it
0: and also the part that i keep having to remind myself is that he is 40 years old he's so like he's not some like young 20 something who's figuring it out making some mistakes living life and learning and And bartending still he is a grown full
1: grown man all these still behaving like a child lala giving carter advice on not to take money from your partner Really of lala people, lala really people. the thing that she did crack me up though she was like at least i'm running a household i'm giving killer bjs <laughs> same girl Her. same honestly do Sandy you think lala. that we're
0: kind of like on the tail end of the vanderpump rules saga cuz i feel like we're i felt that way a, a couple seasons ago that, actually like something either needs to end or change although i will say i would love to see stacy and bo as housewives at some point in the future I could definitely watch that. But right now I just don't know Yeah. If
1: Vanderpump Rules is what it used to be. Well, they're all evolving, which is great. They're all they all live in the valley now. They don't live five minutes away from Sur. They all live in Valley Village, which is like twenty minutes or fifteen minutes from the studio here. So let's have them come in. But um I don't know. Like I really am not about Jackson Brittany. I don't believe him. I don't believe he's reformed. Um I don't believe it's gonna last. Sorry. Um with Ariana, I think that she's like the coolest one on the on the yeah. cast and keeps it real. I enjoy I Lala agree. and stuff. Um, you know, here's the thing about Vanderpump Rules is that they're all horrible, but in a really good way. Like we all enjoy watching them. Like I I think Chrissy Teigen explained it the best. Like, James is like the worst in like the worst, in the best possible way. Like, she's such huge fans of them. You know, a lot of people feel the same way about Shaz, but they don't feel the same way in the way that Vanderpump rules like has evolved into people's hearts and like won them over. Cause Shaz is coming up with Shaz, they like genuinely. Fuck each other over, I think. You know really? what I mean? Well,
0: aren't some of them kind of like family or something? I've only dabbled in the they're show like a little bit. They're like
1: really, really close. But even like the closest one, like Reza and Mercedes, they're fighting yeah. right now and they're not back together. And they're still not reconciled. And we're going to yes. go into the season with them still being separated. So it's really interesting how Vanderpump Rules has really, really grown. Um, Even as far as like business-wise, people in Hollywood talk about Vanderpump Rules. Like I have been at tables with huge... People in the industry that rep huge actors, and instead of talking about like Julia Roberts and like you know jo- Joaquin and the Joker, we're we're talking about Lala and Randall.
0: I mean, it's really great guilty <laughs> television. Like it it's really a is. Good guilty pleasure. So
1: I'm not sure if it's like it's coming to an end. I feel yeah. like their characters do need like a little step up. Something needs you to know, change. You I know cuz honestly the it things that make them up. so like endearing and fun to watch
0: when they were younger, 20-somethings who like had delusions of owning the world one day if they didn't already believe that they exactly. did. Like once you kind of start to get into a new phase of life, they're getting married, they're talking about kids. You don't want to see those same sort of immature issues. Yeah. But then at the same time the issues that they're doing now, I don't think I'm that entertained by. Like I was entertained by Sheena. and pulling your bridal party is just really not yeah. like worth an hour of my oh, no, 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 you no, know, no. evening.
1: But I am enjoying Sheena being Sheena, being boy crazy, completely like giving guys gifts and them ghosting her. So great. She's like, I gave him an Apple Watch and he couldn't even text me back on it.
0: <laughs> like, She's dead. necessary. I hope that we get more of her this season. I feel like last Sheena. season she was kind of pushed to the background. Sheena is someone delusion. that
1: L V P roasted like a barbecue for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills franchise, for Brandy. And now, like, it was only fair to Lisa to make her a huge star on Vanderpump Rule. So I love Sheena. I stand Sheena. I'm here for Sheena. We have a picture of, uh... The opening shot of Vanderpump Rules, which is Jax and Brittany showing that they're very domestic, Jax showing that he's not a psycho, he's not crazy, he's sitting here mowing the lawn. How set up is this? Is this the most set up thing I've ever seen in my life? I just, I don't picture him actually doing this. Like, I don't believe it. Someone on Twitter, I think I it was it. Gibson, um, yeah, I think that's his name, from Bravo, um, he tweeted that this looks like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> Doesn't it? And then I have Randy oh God, I and Lala it. at the Golden Globes because I'm telling you, they are making their way downtown and into Hollywood. And Randall's a huge producer, obviously. So this is them with Brad Pitt at the Golden Globes. That's cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit... About uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, we have Kevin here in the studio. He is brother of Monique Samuels from Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay. Um, let's get into it. If you have any questions for Kevin, le- uh, leave it in the comments below, and I will get back to you. Depending on whether he answered them here on the show <laughs> or not, um, I will get to the bottom of we'll it. See. But let's start. You know, obviously, Real Housewives of Potomac right now is not filming. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on a break. But we do know that there was an altercation between Monique and Candace. Yeah. And it was taken to court and dismissed by the judge. That's what everyone knows on Twitter. Yeah. Something like that. Is there anything that we don't know that you can tell us?
0: Um, I don't... You know, Bravo fans do a lot of investigative work. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of details that might not be correct, but then there's a lot of details that could be. Um, I obviously can't really clarify any of those, um, but There's just the one discrepancy of uh, there weren't actual charges filed, just the way that things work. And don't quote me on this because some of it could be, you know, brushed over. But um, they the way they do it in that county is that they basically just if someone just walks into a courthouse and I say that you did something to me or whatever, then they file it and it shows up online and it reads the same way as everything was was happening okay so before it could even go to court whatever they review all the stuff and then it was
1: dismissed oh so, so it didn't even get to like step one basically
0: yeah it was like all pre-steps and mm. then they they look at everything and they're just like okay let's just send them on their way so like we're all very happy that all of that is put to bed and you know um we'll see how it all plays out uh, a lot of people are upset whether you're on one side or the other side it is pretty um is a pretty polarizing thing that's going on, but... Was there physical contact between both of them? I wasn't there, so I can't really tell you for sure.
1: Interesting. Well, we all know Candace is crazy.
0: Well, that... Yes. (laughs) Uh, That, I'm pretty sure... Um, is a fact. But Monique said, I will drag you,
1: pregnant and all.
0: Also true. Um, (laughs) If you do a little freeze frame, if you've got some time and you catch Candace with that butter knife, you can really see just how close she got to Ashley's face. Yeah. Like, very, very close. Like, I don't care if it's a butter knife and not a steak knife. That's still very alarming.
1: We all know a butter knife is a gateway knife. It then lead to machetes. (laughs) Um, Okay, well... Any comment on uh, the situation in general with uh, Candace and your sister?
0: Um, I don't know. It just really shows you that things happen when, you know, someone's constantly provoked. You know, you constantly get up in people's faces. You constantly badger them. You constantly just kind of try to get a rise out of people. Then eventually someone's going to get a a rise. They're going to give it to you. Um, And I think that that's something that Candace has been doing, even going back to the butter knife incident. uh, You'll see one of the after shows. She admits that after kicking Ashley out, she wanted Ashley to come back in just so they could like drop another bomb on her. So it's like, you know, these things are premeditated and whether or not it looks clear at the moment, like, you know, someone who really wants to get you upset, they will take the time to figure out exactly how to get you upset.
1: Exactly. Um, Do you know if your sister attended the finale party?
0: Um, you know, I'm not really sure. I know that she requested to not be required to do certain things, um, just you know, as everyone's already seen that she wasn't on the cast trip or everything. So I really don't know how she ended the season. I've been taking an actor role of not keeping up to date. Uh, one thing I learned with reality TV is when you have uh, someone close to you that's involved, you can get really, really upset very easily. And like, there's nothing you can do about it because you're not the person that's a part of it. So I've been trying to just take a step back and just wait for things to air out so that way I don't have to relive all of the frustration, you know, while it happens and then again when everyone else is watching it.
1: Which leads me to like how does it feel to be, you know, I know you're not on a reality show, but you've been on the show before. We've seen clips of with you talking with Monique. How does it feel? I mean, you've kind of already alluded that it really upsets you. Like, how yeah. does it feel to be in that position when people are going after your family and people are saying things that aren't true?
0: It, it It's it's frustrating, as I said before. Um, I think Moni Candles lit everything really well, um, which kind of, you know, when I feel myself getting kind of upset and, and I look at her and she's just kind of like rolling with the punches. So it's like, OK, maybe I should just cool down. But for a little while, I was kind of like letting out some of that frustration with Uh, My Instagram page, uh, The Ball Squad, that I kind of retired a little bit, but with the things that's been going on, who knows, I might come back uh, next season. But um, I've basically just been channeling it by showing up the inconsistencies with other people when I do get frustrated with some of the things that they have to say or how they're trying to portray someone or how they're spinning different stories. So it was a nice little way.
1: Well, no, it's just kind of everyone. But Candace is like the one that's really the problem on Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm not a fan. Yeah, it was like from season to season, it'd be different people that kind of
0: needed the spotlight for a couple minutes.
1: Who is is Monique close with right now that you can tell us or if you know who she's speaking to, Um, who she's close with? As far as I know, uh, her and Karen kept a really good relationship throughout um,
0: the filming season. And Ashley was really supportive. I think after everything that they went through th- their relationship once they had their ap- apologies and they were genuine they really stuck to moving forward and you know li- hearing each other out and with all the things that Ashley went through and Monique being there for her um, I think Monique really appreciated um, Ashley kind of coming into her defense whether or not she was present and you know she kind of stepped in like you know that's not right or that's not true or something so uh, between the two of them she's had some support which is nice
1: and um Have you met Michael Darby before? Yeah. Do you think he's a homosexual? (laughs) Do you think he butt butt grabs? Um, (laughs) And do you think Juan is cute?
0: (laughs) Those are a lot of loaded questions. Okay, so let's say I think that Michael and Ashley, I think that they have an agreement that they do what they do um, with their relationship, which is totally cool. It's a new day, new age. Um, Juan Dixon is very attractive. You mm. can't deny that, but that doesn't mean that he's a good person. Oh. That's, you know, where you kind of have to figure out where you lie on that. But you can't yeah. take away someone's looks. Yeah.
1: I think he has another girlfriend. One. Probably. I'm like, I just don't. There's something about that I'm not. I don't know. You know? Um <laughs> There's
0: that scene in the closet when he said, if it wasn't for the kids, I'd be gone or whatever. Like, that... It's kind of, I know we've kind of moved past that a few seasons yeah. after, but it really kind of sits with you. Like, yeah.
1: ouch. Interesting. That's really, ow. Well, Real Housewives of Potomac is going to be back. And we'll have Kevin back. We'll have Monique in here. Now that Kevin's kind of broken the ice, we'll have Monique squeeze in here. Um, so we'll be getting back into Potomac. It'll be coming back this year, hopefully. Let's get into Real Housewives of Atlanta. Nini and Kenya are fighting like crazy. And, uh, you know, Nini's kind of on this apology tour. She's going around kind of making amends with everyone. Because she's on an island by herself, like Kenya said. Yeah. And no one will play with her. So, uh, you know... It looks like uh, Yovana is the snake, in my opinion. We haven't even heard this recording, so I'm kind of over it. Yeah, can like, we at least hear that? Can we hear it? I hope like, that that's a part so of weird. this whole
0: storyline. I need to hear it uh, as well as
1: confirmation who did it. Well, it looks like Nini, from the clip that we see, she's trying to make up with Cynthia, but Yavanna and Portia get into it. So Portia's like, tell that hoe to get out. Mm. Tell that hoe to get out. So she gets out, and on the way out, she says, worry about your man doing animals. So Portia and her are not the business, and they're going to be fighting. And so she's out. While that's happening... Kenya, I mean, uh, Mimi's already standing up telling Portia, like, she's just upset, calm down, like, please don't leave, I'm really trying to, like, just get this out, and while she's doing that, she looks at Cynthia, and she says, Cynthia, like, can we please just talk, like, hear what I have to say, like, I really want to talk to you, and Cynthia's going, I don't want to listen to it right now, maybe another night, like, it's just too much, and in the middle of that, Kenya jumps in because, you know, she's the ride or die, Mm -hmm. even though she spoiled the proposal, even though she brought a marching band and she's crazy. Um, I don't really know if Kenya's a good friend. She stood up and said, Well, you had the floor, Nini, you had the chance, prompting Nini to tell her to shut the F up at a At a very normal level, just kind of like, Kenya, shut the F up,
0: bitch. It seemed like the tempers were like definitely high all around the room leading up to that moment though.
1: But Kenya came in with like a level 20 shut the F up, which made Nene come out and then all hell broke loose. And then of course Bravo cut the clip. Uh, They, like, cut it right
0: at the exact moment that you knew things were about to get crazy. We've been waiting for them to fight for, like, three episodes. Right. And they definitely teased that fight, like, yeah, like, three episodes ago, making us think, like, oh, it's coming up. Like, yeah, not yet.
1: Uh, Do you think Kenya's being a good friend? No. And the
0: proposal, what is that about? It's something really weird with their relationship that's always
1: kind of just felt really strange. She's a hater. uh, And then I don't like what she's doing in the upcoming clips about her like talking about oh would your husband if cheating would you want to know and then the cookie lady comes out and she'll, she's trying to throw tanya yeah, that in feels, there that
0: feels messy i'm like girl worry about your own marriage that feels messy and right right work right. on that classic misdirection everyone look at the mess over here because we can't see that my man don't she love me is
1: such a hater i'm over kenya Yikes. we're but running low she did on come time back. she did come back with a, a huge bang well, all I know is that Real House of Atlanta, they always fight in hotel rooms. So make sure to st- keep up with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about that fight next Sunday. But, um, and then, um, Sunday we're going to be doing the after show. But next Wednesday we'll be covering the after show, the fight, the, the, clap back on Twitter. So you know like stuff happens on Sunday with Real Housewives of Atlanta but then the days of the aftermath I'm collecting evidence on Twitter, data for you guys. So make sure to keep up with this every single Wednesday because we talk about everything. Um, let's move on to New Jersey because I teased that in the beginning and I'm not going to let you guys down. I do my hair yank, check my nails, baby how you feeling? I'm dragging you Margaret. Alright, here's the thing. Nice Margaret story. and Danielle. Margaret and Danielle have been going at it forever. All season. And Teresa's being delusional and defending Danielle for some crazy reason. But Margaret hasn't really been like an innocent angel here. She threw wine at her on vacation. Then this time they were really close. Wow. Danielle body checked her, which was like really a freaking thug move. Like, (laughs) I don't know where you're from. I'm from Patterson. (laughs) While they're in this cute little boutique. She body checked her wearing Versace. Oh, I uh, previewed
0: For some safe. of that scene before I came over because I, I learned I'm stupid. I have not been watching New Jersey, so good. I've learned my lesson. I definitely have some catching up to do, but that scene was
1: insane. You don't, you haven't seen nothing yet. New Jersey fights are completely insane.
0: I didn't realize these women are so real, and they oh. do not mind getting dirty with each other's business. Like they're not. Putting Look at on this some hair little yank.
1: I mean, she is pulling her all the way to the ground. Danielle oh, is man. evil. You don't understand. Like, the, in the, the early seasons, like they've written books about her. She's been engaged 19 times. Oh, if I could flip this table, I oh, would right God. now. Oh, my God, you guys. It's getting so good. Tonight, Danielle Staub is going to be on Watch What Happens Live explaining everything. It's going to be so good. I'm not covering because obviously it's going to happen in a couple hours, so I can't do it. But tonight... We're going to see what happens with the aftermath of the fight. And we are going to talk about it next episode. Kevin just got into New Jersey. You need to get in there. It's been I so I good. I understand the name calling and like the fish reference. Like Margaret was really, really throwing it. Like I, you guys know my motto. Don't start none, won't be none. True. So like it's really weird that the dynamic has ended up like this. But it's not surprising. Like, you know they're poking at each other and then it got physical um on the way out though um danielle kissed the owner and it was really really creepy and we have a photo of it just because Ugh, like it just like it doesn't this photo gross you out she was like bye baby I'll be back to spread my legs for you so you can give me all these free clothes. Oh, goodness. She's crazy. Um, all right. So, um, I have the response from Margaret on Twitter talking about the fight. We have the tweets for you guys because you know, I'm going to cover all sides of the story. So can we zoom in so I can read a little bit of Margaret's tweets for you guys? If you're watching, here are the tweets for you guys. If you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you. Give me a five-star review, but here are the tweets. Um, it says, Happy New Year. I just want to check in and say with everyone anticipating tonight's episode, it's very painful for me to, for me to relive. Um, the en- energy that day frightened me and still does to this day. I've never hit anyone nor been punched or after being assaulted. Um, can you zoom in a tiny bit more? What I did do after a half hour of being brutally attacked back and forth with my personal space and invaded was to pour water on someone who was clearly looking to assault me and to push me into a physical altercation. I have been told I deserve it. I asked for it. I was attacked. Um, you know, but a full 12 minutes after the fact, you know, she came from behind. My neck was snapped, easily could have been broken. That's the thing like, Danielle did attack from behind. Yeah, that's she a was cheap like, shot. I just can't help it, and came up from behind like a freaking psycho. Like, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the d- full dynamics of everything that's been leading up to this, but I did see earlier in the scene, it seemed like uh, Margaret and the girls were having quite a key. Uh, talking about Danielle while she's also in the room. Five feet away. Five feet away. So it's kind of like, you know, you can't be kind of throwing shade at someone and Hardcore. like real middle school stuff and then be surprised when they lash out at you. Now, should she have came from behind? No, that's a little cheap. She should see yeah. you coming.
1: But it sounds like everyone's got some wrong to share. Margaret said that everyone in production was crying. So I like, put that on my Facebook page. I was like, Margaret said everyone in production was crying. And, and half the people were like, Danielle's crazy. and The other <laughs> half were like, Why would they be crying? (laughs) They've seen much worse. It's Rue Houses of New Jersey. Hello, the communion. Hello, Rosie and Danielle. I mean, Rosie and, and Teresa. Teresa and Danielle. Like, Teresa defending Danielle. Teresa and Danielle actually used to hate each other. And they... Basically started this war where ta- Teresa flipped the table became a huge star over it this oh is- that was between the two of them Yes, and now oh. Teresa's over here defending Danielle which is like crazy and I'm like how can you defend that oh, evil person I know I'm telling well, you do they need each other is this like a strategic partnership I don't know at first, first I thought it was out of this? at first I thought it was because she had just gotten out of camp jail okay. and she was like oh I'm doing yoga and like Danielle mm. and I did yoga and we were all like oh my god how crazy They were like once hating each other, but it faded very quickly, especially when Danielle was the same person and was still crazy and was like, Oh, you need to defend me at every moment. That blah blah blah. And then Teresa's like, Like, Oh, uh. okay, like, yeah, Mm. because Danielle's like, You don't understand what you've done to me. Like, you became famous, but I became like the most hated person ever. And like, what that did to my kids, really? So Teresa had to go and apologize. They got close, but Danielle is still crazy and she's a pathological liar. I don't know how
0: people handle that, like when they're working on these shows. Like I feel like her and like a Kim Zolciak, like people that just like they'll constantly just spew out anything and it's like, well, what is the truth? What isn't the truth? Exactly. Do you know what the truth
1: is? No, they don't. I don't know how you navigate that. Cop Without a Badge is the book that they wrote about her. Make sure to check it out. <laughs> I'm all giving the author a little shout out. <laughs> Read up on Danielle. She's a cray cray, psychopath, sociopath. Um, and Teresa you know, she's uh, she's not feeling it. Let's move on to news and gossip real quick. After Buzz, TV news. Yes, Project Runway is back on Bravo. And guess what? It's actually getting my attention. There's all these queens on there. They're all stirring up a storm, starting with Jeffrey Mack, who's like totally a hot daddy, who is totally like my kind of guy. If I was at the Eagle, I would go home with him. And he's actually like a pretty good designer, too, like really making good clothes. And then there's this other guy who's delusional, who's like, oh, if I die, then the designs die with me. Like, Queen, you are not... Alexander McQueen. So r- relax. And then there's this other one who basically they were giving him a really bad critique on his look. And he was like the girl, the girl who is Karla Kloss, the host, she's a okay. model. She's like, I couldn't see myself like wearing this anywhere. He was like, not oh, even Oh, that one. He's like, not even to the Kushners. Bravo. Which would be fine if he was going to own it. But at the end of the episode, when he got eliminated, he was like, I oh. didn't mean it. There was no political agenda behind it. I'm not a jerk. I'm really professional. That really bums me out. I know. I I'm really like, thought that you was own like it. said with his full check. You got to own it, like Lisa Renna says. But now he's selling teachers on his Instagram. Hmm. So which side is it? I don't know. These messy queens. Make sure to check out Project Runway on Thursdays. I'm going to have Jeffrey Skype in. Or maybe I'll have to come see him in New York. I'm coming in March. Let's hang out. Let's go to the cock. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to New York? I have. Have you been to the cock? I haven't. You haven't? I haven't. Oh, come on. It's oh, like Disneyland. I love LA. New York makes me feel like I'm trapped in a box. <laughs> we, are, we are. We're all trapped in a <laughs> Big shoebox in New York, um, and paying lots of money. Make sure to check out it's Bravo Bitch every single Wednesday. We were breaking down all the hottest Bravo shows. Make sure to tell your friends if they watch Bravo, they should be watching it's Bravo Bitch with Hollywood Leon. Kevin, where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Thank you for coming in.
0: Uh, if you want to follow me on at the Ball Squad, it's underscore the at the Ball Squad um, on Instagram. I might be back next season. If I am,
1: you won't want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. I had such a good time. Thank you. You're gonna have to come back with your sister. I'll drag her here. She needs to come to L. A. Yeah, anyway. I need I need her in here. I want to ask her questions. And um, are you excited to be uh, like the fun Gunkle and stuff? Oh, I love it. Especially since
0: they're like such well-behaved kids. Oh. Like they ask for things. They tell you that they want personal space. Like they're my kind of kids. <laughs> they're just like I just want to be left alone right now. Oh. It's like all right. You get I along with Chris. That. Yeah, it took a little while uh, Since I don't really understand sports And then we like yeah. started to find some common ground And now like every now and then I'll like make a sports reference And I feel really proud about it
1: <laughs> Well good, there we go Real housewives of Potomac Kevin in here Make sure to follow me on all the things At Leon on Instagram At It's Bravo Bitch Podcast on Instagram I'm here every single Wednesday I love you guys I'll be doing the after show for Atlanta on Sunday I'm just spreading myself all over the town for 2020. Get ready. It's Bravo, bitch. Bye, AfterBuzzers. Our
0: founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>